I think my head got bigger. These headphones feel tight. everyone, I'm Ryan, and, and I have a regular-sized head. And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. That's right, Steve. This first ad was sent to us by Dave Santander, who uh, is a uh, uh, an Adventurers Club alum, right? Uh, that is correct. A multiple alum, I believe. And he's a pro at this point. He's and, getting uh, in there, winning all the $25 gift certificates the, printed on heavy digital virtual cardstock. This ad is called Shed the Gnar. I meant to write Shred. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> this one will be hard to explain. This is a custom one-of-a-kind 80s shredder made by a guy named Scott. Of course, Scott. It might possibly be made up from a cut-up Fender, as it does feature a tremolo that came off of a Fender Performer. I just started getting sad. I don't want to know what This is why I picked this, Steve. The body might have once been Strat-style. The neck could could be a cut-down Fender neck, as it's got some figure to it. But who knows? It also has a nice Seymour Duncan pickup, probably an old Super Distortion, or that's not even... Oh, come on. The paint job, which is so 80s, has a date of 1985. Uh, it's a nice little shredder. I'm no fan of the locking nut, so I just loosen them so that you can use the normal tuners, but fine tuners on the trim work as well. It's got a nice action and can play fast. <laughs> it does have some scrapes and dings here and there and is very much made at home. So it isn't a production line guitar, but if you got an 80s hair metal cover band, this might be the look you need. Check out the video below to hear. There's no video. I ain't checking out nothing. Oh, I, right. I watched the video. You did. I did. It, it was just a guy playing, and I, I I included a screen grab of the guy playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I watched him play it, and the the, the audio sucked, so I, I didn't try to bring it over. And also, <laughs> I thought it would be really interruptive to what we do here on this high quality podcast, Steve. I didn't want to just have random audio playing right, here yeah. and there and mm-hmm. stuff. I picked this not only because I think the guitar actually looks kind of cool, and I actually really like that look art. Cool. Like, that is, like, perfect, like, 1980s ski lodge art. Like, yeah. that, you could see that on the bottom of uh, of a 1980s snowboard or something like that, or mm-hmm. on, a, on a snow jacket. Uh, I also picked it because it's got that bridge that you've been yeah. wanting for yeah. your Strat forever. Here it is. We found it, Steve. Are you going to buy it, buy this guitar, just get the bridge? This has the bridge, and I think that is the locking nut system that goes with it. The right. the the part of the on the back that is a um, like a string tree, though I've never seen that. I so maybe this isn't quite exactly the same, but it's definitely in the same vein. Um, I can't tell how much work was done on this. The fact that this has vintage tuners on it makes me think that. This was not originally. Those aren't original tuners, though. Yeah, those those are they're they're a vintage split top style, which is funny yeah. to see on this guitar. Uh, there's but, a there's a lot of choices on here that make the the true uh, lineage of this difficult to ascertain. But that does look like a Demarzio Super Distortion or similar mm-hmm. uh, pickup, not Seymour Duncan. Um, the single knob thing. You know, there's speculation like what was this body before? My the gut single, is that it was not a fender body. I don't think it's a fender body either. The only single pickup fenders from that area era that I can think of that would have also not had a pit guard or would have ended up looking like this without a pit guard would have been the katana, but you couldn't cut a katana into this shape. I I am I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to I'm going to put it all out there and I'm going to say I think that this is not a modified body or neck. I think that this is how it came. That finish the the yeah. might be yeah. factory. This might be factory in more ways than we're willing to accept, mm-hmm. but I think that the Fender hardware did move over to this guitar. Which would be the, the that bridge. Primarily. Right, the bridge yeah. and the locking nut. Yeah. I think they 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 tried to upgrade it with because that, that locking nut is a behind the mm-hmm, the nut mm-hmm. kind of addition. You could add that to all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I think this yeah. this I think Scott 
came into possession of this Fender hardware because someone probably bought a Fender Performer. And mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want this new modern hardware on here. I want a regular Strat trim or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna convert it to what your Strat is like, yeah. <laughs> where it's got the wrong hardware on it now. So they moved it over to this, and this is some sort of like Westbury like department store, 1980s, trying to be a shredder, or maybe it's some sort of a wash burning sort of thing. That's what the body makes me think of. Yeah. Is something from that sort of era. Um, I also don't think so. They had these bridges on the MIJ Strats. There is some really nice figuring and on I that guess headstock. On the performers, though. it it is a nice headstock. The 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 lumber that headstock. But the the, the I sorry to interrupt you because you had a no, thought no, there. No, I did not. But the the quality of the woodwork, as far as like, there's a little bit of like an 80s version of a, a German carved certain yeah. places. Like there's a little bit of a scallop on the edge of that headstock. There's a little bits of scallops uh, on the on the interiors and the uh, the edges of the body and stuff like that. It's doing like the SG thing, you know, like that kind of like carved in sort of thing. Um, I think that's all factory. I don't think this is a home modified body. You think the body is factory? I think the body is factory. The the, the artwork might be aftermarket, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think it might be factory as well. Well, I mean, the artwork is signed by Scott, 85, so presumably... Well, maybe Scott did the did, art then. He did the art. I like this, the way the blue is, like, translucent. Yeah. That's a really nice touch. It is. Uh, there, he was using uh, candy colors for cars or something like yeah. that because regular spray paint's not going to do that for you you got to use something transparent it i think it looks really cool i think it looks like perfect for a guitar of its time i'd have no problem playing this that bridge is in really good shape the bridge is <laughs> in really good shape did i get a screen grab of the price um yeah 535 dollars down from 645 i'm not tempted at 535 it's sort of nearish me. It's in Morongo Valley, which is out towards uh, Joshua Tree. Right. I mean, I guess it's only like, I say it's nearish me, but that just means I'm an hour closer than you are. Uh, but it's still like over an hour away from me. If if you have a band that is like 1980s ski instructor movie themed, like this, this is a no-brainer. You gotta get this guitar. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the price is totally decent for like a themed guitar. You ain't gonna get cheaper than that, and it's not gonna look as perfect as that. Like that is like a stay off my slopes guitar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it really is. I'm looking to see if this guy has any because it's awesome sauce guitars. They've got a lot of pedals, a lot of different things. They have some other weird. There's an Fender MIJ E series that's been modded with a freaking wow, that's wild. Bigsby, or Steve, like you know what you Bigsby have to do. Knock off. Screen grab that and put it in the drive. <sighs> You're the one making it work for yourself. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, if you're wearing a big old puffy jacket and you're 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 shooting around on the slopes with a pair of skis, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you gotta have this as an accessory. You just gotta have it. It's perfect. This guy's got too much weird stuff in his store. And I bet it rips. I bet this it looks fun. It looks like a good player. It, I mean, there's nothing as much to, as you can tell. I mean, it, this might look, there's little details that catch your eye when you look mm-hmm. at enough guitars. I mean, look at the softness around that, uh, right around there. That bump where your thumb goes up by the nut. Like, I really, that's so that type of detail. And I'm trying to just visualize it. That, that transition from the neck to the headstock. That's part of why I think this might be a very modified fender neck. It, if it was, if it is a very modified fender neck, then someone did a really great job of it. Well, I think that that like thumb tuck you're talking about looks stock. I think it's all of this side that's been changed. I, but I'm saying that all the stuff that that would have been changed. It looks yeah. really well done. Yeah. Like this is, it's really no, sharp. Agree. And then the body has a, what looks like a factory finish. Mm-hmm. And also that, w- even if it was a modified uh, fender body, it wouldn't be a strap body. No. That, I that back horn goes back too far. There's, there's not enough room. Yeah. I can't, I think that, I think you're right that this body, um, this body was probably 
either some sort of department store or, or, or some or like yeah or some sort of uh yeah like weird eighties uh washburn sort of thing. Like someone out there will know what it is. Steve, you don't have to do the Googling right now. Someone no, out there no, will I'm know not. that body shape. I'm just shape. trying to like convince myself it's not a fender performer. It's definitely not a fender fender performer. No, body. it's not. Absolutely not. All right, I'm convinced. But the hardware probably, you've convinced me, Ryan. The hardware might have come off of a performer. Yeah. Also, you can you can tell that like if if this was the body that the bridge belonged on, they wouldn't have had to do this big stupid route in the back. Oh yeah. Like yeah. look at that. You know, that's. That's not original. That's the one part. That's probably the least good looking part of this. Right. That is not a clean route. And why did they do clear plexi? We wouldn't have even known if they had done a regular (laughs) spring cavity cover. Well, they did clear plexi because they want you to see that blue on red. Right, right. They they don't want to cover the art, that beautiful art. I actually don't hate it. Like, not bad. Not bad. Who sent this again? Dave Santander. Yep. Yeah. 550 or whatever it was uh 535 in shipping but i don't for, know but for us maybe we could pick it up in person i don't I think you should go buy this guitar Ryan. no stop it <laughs> you did that last week <laughs> look, look at where it got me it oh got, yeah i wanted to play that yeah it, i did a video uh exploring it that i haven't published uh yet as far as a, it'll be up for you guys uh by the time this episode airs I learned some interesting things about it. Here's one of the original the strings are so light. Here's one of the original pots, Steve. Oh, was it? Because not- I replaced the pot for the bridge blend. Was it not working? No, it was. I just wanted to see if I could get the guitar brighter because it's oh. kind of dead sounding. Oh, because you're, you're saying because it's a hundred k. It's a hundred k pot. <laughs> so I swapped in a two fifty. Pretty, pretty dark. And uh, I didn't notice a big difference. <laughs> so I don't think those pickups have enough kick for it to even matter. These strings are so. What these aren't? Are these your strings? No, no, that's what I was came on. They're so light. They're very light. Right, and heavier, away from heavier strings might actually help it. Yeah, yeah. It it does it. It's very playable, but it feels like a banjo. I did some work on it already, but there's there's a bunch more work that I want to do. I was, right. I was trying to talk myself into putting a mastery on it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> because I have a mastery, and I think it would actually work with a little bit with a little bit of light drilling. It'll work. <laughs> <laughs> well, mastery has like, is your mastery like a Tom style like that? It's a, it's a, a mastery is a jazz master. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's like yeah. a Tom or a Justomatic, whatever. Yeah, drop yeah. In. I guess they're technically watch, they're different. Watch the video. If you want to know what I'm talking about yeah. with that guitar, just but, watch the video, but Steve, don't send me on an, on an errand to go buy this. You don't want to go no. to beautiful Morongo Valley. No, thank you. I think I'll I'll stay here at home. All right, <laughs> this holiday season. <sighs> what next, Steve? Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Wonderful. Um, we have no new Patreons, but oh, Steve, I, you're breaking my heart. I get it. You know what? It's the Christmas season. It Times is. are tough. Everyone's got to tighten up their belt. But here's what's going to happen: is people some, are buying gifts for their kids exactly. when they could be supporting us I instead. Know. We give them more than their kids. Congratulations do. on being a good parent. I guess. Um, I have upped all of my Patreon supports and I am not buying anything for my, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you want to give us a gift, not only for Christmas coming up, but for like the new year looking forward, we got a lot of $1 supporters. And I wouldn't say this to the other supporters, but I'm going to say $1 supporters. Mm-hmm. What if you doubled down? Ooh, that would make a, that would actually make a huge difference for uh, us because we it, actually have like dozens and dozens and dozens of one dollars. Make it at a two dollar supporter, right? That's what I'm saying. This feels antithetical to the message that I usually give, which is that Patreon thinks we should not have anything less than a three dollar supporter, right? And I always triple, say one dollar is down. just fine. We um, love all our one dollar supporters, but what if for Christmas and New Year's you were just like, I'm in, I'm in a double down. Think about it. <laughs> Um, we've got a, we've got a few things already in the works for 2024 that will dip into this, uh, into the Patreon fund. So we appreciate everyone who supports it. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, content that Ryan makes, that's not sponsored. Uh, the Patreon goes a long way to making those types of things worth it. Like I I, Uh, got to cover that awful Rickenbacker clone copy thing. When people come in and say, Hey, uh, this is a really cool pedal. That's new. 
uh, you should like, it seems really up your alley. Like a lot of times those types of things could come out of the Patreon as well. Mm. So um, there's lots of reasons to support. Of course, like we, Ryan and I were talking off camera earlier about what are we going to do for Nam this year? And that's another thing that comes out of that. Yeah. So just lots of things. Um, but again, for everyone who already supports, thank you. Yes. Thank for everyone you so who much. will support in the future, thank you in advance. And everyone who supported in the past and then stopped. That's totally fine. We appreciate you too. Thank you. Yeah, you guys, uh, folks who supported in the past, you helped get us here. So you get, if you support once and then quit right away, like we still appreciate Ryan, you even thinking about us. You know what we forgot to do? Yes, Steve. Forgot to get a Chase Bliss pedal for the sponsor spot. Well, let's put up a, a photo of the lossy instead. Ooh, the lossy. Yeah. I had an idea for a Chase Bliss sponsorship that I want to steal mm. from the tone mob that's going to be really annoying to you. Do it. Uh, just laid on me, Steve. They, Blake ran his voice through a lossy for his Chase Bliss, and it got me thinking, why don't we just plug an SM58 into a Chase Bliss pedal and read the sponsorship through that pedal, and it could be a different pedal every week. That's not a bad I idea. I don't know if you have it. We, we got open spots on here. Yeah, I assume you have an XLR to to. I have a converter thing. Single. Let's set it up next rate. episode, Steve. Yeah, Tune yeah. in next week, guys. It's going to be Christmas week. Tune in next week. <laughs> when you're not listening or watching any podcast at all because you're sitting fat and happy on the couch yeah. slurping on eggnog but tune in next week to watch us read a sponsorship through a blooper or something uh but thanks to chase bliss for their continuing support of the show go check them out they have a lot of great pedals with the newest one of course being the lossy that's right steve Whew. this next ad was sent by robert mcdowell who uh, by the way he won last week yes and he has, he's done something unprecedented. 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 El Presidente. El, el yes. He's done something. He's offered something unprecedented. Yes. He's decided to take his $25 digital gift certificate, printed on heavy virtual cardstock, and pass it on to the next guy to have it be doubled up. So this week... Whoever wins this, and it could be Robert McDowell again, whoever wins this <laughs> is entitled to a $50 gift certificate printed on heavy virtual cardstock. This is my version of what an early prototype Fender Marauder or Jazzmaster made in 1957 could have looked like. The idea being that Leo Fender wanted to make a guitar to compete head-to-head -head with the new Les Paul Custom, so it has a more formal look with faux white binding, a solid one-piece California redwood body, exotic wenge neck perloid pickguard tunematic bridge dual mini humbuckers and a fancier jazz friendly modified bigsby b7 the pickups on this one are mcnelly mini humbuckers and i think they might be my new favorite pickups they have a beautiful chime to them with the right tone capacitor what about the left tone capacitor yeah, right come on don't leave out the lefties that chime doesn't come at the expense of mid and low mid tones it's well-rounded and can achieve quite a range of tones depending on pickup height and pull piece adjustment. They are supremely quiet in terms of hum canceling, and I think this is probably where that beautiful chime comes into play. If you prefer a single pickup, I've included a photo of an optional alternate Seymour Duncan high-output custom P90 and accompanying guard. The price is the same with either pickup setup you choose. Add $150 if you want to buy the additional pickup and pick guard as an option to switch later. The Wenge neck features real abalone inlays and a hand-carved headstock neck profile is a modern C with a 12-inch radius fretboard, medium jumbo Jeskar frets, and a satin finish that's instantly comfortable to play. And like all Slusser guitars, it has a soft rolled edge on the fretboard. The nut is handmade from bone. Hardware includes a custom, painstakingly modified and carved Bigsby B7, Tone Pro's roller bridge, Custom handmade aluminum jack plate, switchcraft, three-way toggle, CTS pots, and mod paper in oil tone capacitor. I'm not gonna read the rest. There's no there's no reason to. This, like he spent all this time talking about how chimey it is and what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. That's all great. And you know I love mini buckers. So yeah. I I love the mini buckers going on in this. It's beautiful. This is an extremely striking guitar. I don't see anything going on here that i don't like like the, the, he wants 2800 bucks for it 
And I was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah, ask whatever you want. Like this looks like the sort of thing that you would see at the, you know, the high-end boutique builders, like art hall mm-hmm. at NAM, where like people show off like what they do when they try to build like the most innovative, best looking guitars. Like this is incredible looking. Yeah. Every part of it looks fantastic. That, that German carved thing, that partial German carve around the horns that fades away into binding and it's this creamy white contrasting against like this redwood top and the dark sides and back. Mm-hmm. It looks like the definition of luxury. Like this guitar looks like luxury. <laughs> no, it does. It's just like, a, it's a funny way to put it. But when you put it that way, this, yeah, this gives, it, you know, this is the Cadillac of guitars. It looks like something you would see inside of a Rolls Royce or something right, like that, you know? Right. It's, and then the entire back of the body is white. That looks super classy. Every the modified Bigsby. I was sitting there looking at like, where did he get this weird Bigsby? He modified a Bigsby yeah. to have the, to be cut off shorter, and it looks amazing. Like I, that never would have occurred to me. He cut it off shorter, and then he polished it to look like factory. And that little bit of angle that is perfectly matching with the butt of the guitar. Another detail is like. So, so can you explain that to me? When you say he cut it off shorter, I this don't was know. a long Bigsby. I guess I don't know what a B seven looks like. I'll find it offhand because this looks like a B five. Is it the B five? I'm thinking of the one. Like this looks like the one that would go on a Telecaster, but you're saying it's not. He took one of the long ones and he cut it short, and then he hollowed out parts. Oh, like he did real metal work on this. That's wild. Like and, okay. he, and he polished all it all up. So yeah. he, he looked at a, a, a B7 as a, as a canvas and then worked on it, you know? That's cool. To make That's it, cool. it's really, really cool. Like, it looks amazing. Everything looks super chromey and shiny. There's no, like, there's no details here that look like, ah, oh, well, there's some, you know, bad finishing or anything like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe a, a tech or a builder in the audience will be able to spot small details. But to me, it looks immaculate. Even the output jack. Where did that come from? Yeah. It's, it's it's so big. It's oversized and it has four screws holding it in and it's got a mirror polish. You can see every blade of grass mm-hmm. reflected in it. Those jazz master knobs, the white jazz master knobs are a perfect choice for this. Like the neck wood, like every like I would just want to sit and look at this thing. There are a few of the so this brand Slusser there's actually a few of them on, uh, it looks like there's three of them on Reverb, including this one. Uh, the cheapest one is $1,800. No, I know. Take a screenshot. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about that one. Okay, cool. That's a totally different build. No, it is. This yeah. one is more similar-ish, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a few of them on Reverb. It looks cool. This guy clearly knows what he's doing. The headstock looks amazing. I love, yeah. I love. I love the grain of the wood that he chose where like, yeah, there's a, there's a busy grain, but it's a really tight grain. Yeah. Not only on the neck and the headstock, because mm-hmm. you get that is this, this dark to caramel sort of like striping throughout, but the wood of the body, I really love the way it's got a slight angle on it. He didn't mm. do it straight through the through line of the neck to the bridge. Like it's, it's a little bit diagonal. Like it's like, a 10 to 15 degree tilt on that grain. And right. it just works so well with that offset shape. I'd never heard of this builder before. Now I'm going to have to like look them up and follow them. Did you look at the fretboard? What about it? Zoom in on the fretboard, man. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. It's that's... like kind of hurts your brain to look at because it's on the grass and it it's finding like, the grass powder. It's like a magic eye. But when you, there's a little bit of it here on the single coil pickup one and you can just see you can see the 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 patterning on the fretboard itself very clearly that looks really cool it looks like almost like scrambled cable signal <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair uh and i guess that's that wange i, I mean I, I feel like i do not think of of uh wange looking like that but so yeah i it don't looks really cool Beautiful guitar. Thanks for sending it in, Robert. I've, usually we look at trash, <laughs> like weird modified things and stuff like that. There ain't nothing wrong with looking at a beautiful 
like a boutique built guitar because yeah. that's that's just wonderful that's like idea bait right there like other builders look at this look at what this person is doing take some notes all right what next steve it's time to do what's new ryan what we is new a, we got a big what's new back there oh do you want to do uh we're gonna do the the big box do the big box Let's do the big box all right this is a package sent to us by a friend of the show Hold on, before you go flashing my address around, I want to <laughs> know how you like to do, Steve. There we go. Can people scan those barcodes? I who knows? Probably grab a blade. It's right over there. The scout knife is right there. Steve is always just like, oh, everyone, look at Ryan's address. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go too deep in here. Is there tape right there? Steve is going to slice me open in this video. Finally. Uh, you didn't cut it all the way, Steve. Yeah, that was on purpose. <laughs> Why is that uh, on purpose? Because I thought it would just break. No, Steve, you're not that strong. Come on. No. We're it, getting older. Usually it just breaks. There we go. All right. I don't know what this is. You, you don't know what this is. You, I, were, do, you were doing the back and forth with right, Haley right, on this. Right. So this is, uh, we got a care package from Rocket Music Gear. This is special. It looks like it took took some, maybe took a little damage in shipping, but I think we can fix it up. What Here, let's get to this? let's get some of the things that we know is for us. We got the silica gel gel knob. Do not eat Ryan's favorite dessert. Oh, silica, silica gel. gel gel strap. What is? We got another strap here. I don't know what it says. They just have been like I follow. I think that's uh, just uh, is that a just a uh, is mayonnaise an instrument? That is mayonnaise an instrument strap? A very <laughs> was that your question? Where's that I, from? It, I've never asked that. I'm not a lover of mayonnaise. There's something else here. Let's see. Oh, this is uh, this is some new product over here. These are the. Uh, what? I don't know. These are knobs. These are giant knobs. I, I think do... they're supposed to be like uh, key holders or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Is there something? There's back... a little 3D printed washing machine here. What's this all about? Oh, I think it's just a pick holder. You just... Oh, oh, this is smart. You put this on your dryer for when you find picks in the dryer. Yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a, a pick holder. Pick holder. That's, that's very clever, Haley. Got these big knobs. What did you say these were for? They're for like throwing your keys in there or something like that. I don't know why there's a hole at the bottom. Maybe Haley can explain in the comments what what these are all about. But they're they're big knobs. I want to put this on a guitar. And then look at this thing. All right, this is this is not for not for sale. This is not something you can buy. This is a giant. Well, I don't have to buy it. Disco. Steve. I'm saying for the because folks out there, because all of these 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 straps is something that they can buy. We're gonna take the tape off of here because this is comes off the just the little <laughs> all sorts of stuff comes off of this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold all right, on. all right. Oh, what? Oh, these are the, uh, here's another one of these uh, goes to, what is going, okay, let's check these out. First of all, the knob bucket hats. These are cool. Do you want volume or tone? I'll take tone. All right. (laughs) Steve went over the headphones. What do I need you to turn this up to? Here's a, here's a. Tone to 10. Here's a goes to 11. Pick these are this is a pick holder. This is like for a pick holder or other things. It looks a, like we got a bunch of goes stuff. Goes to here. eleven knob. And then here is a smaller knob in here. Oh, this is the Christmas one. She said so many giant knobs. This is the no, but check this. This is one of the ones oh, that, one of the spiral that's, ones. That's it's like a spiral. Oh my gosh, Haley and her 3D printing. It's amazing. And then this, have you seen these? No. This is a 
pedal for your pedal. A pedal you put on your pedal? It's a little like a, a stomper. Like it's oh, attaches it's a to your top. Is a pedal, pedal to a stopper? Oh my gosh! So you put a pedal on your pedal. Grab a pedal. Oh, you got you got it. like that. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> you put a pedal on your pedal. <laughs> So there's that's, a, that's legitimately ridiculous. I love it, Haley. This is great because it's like a really fun <laughs> alternative. These are, of course, useful for they're they're legitimately useful, but it's such a silly design. I love it. Um, this is all thanks to Rocket Music Gear. You can go check them out. Let me make a note to make a link. Rocket Music link there. I made a note. You can go check them out. Uh, I believe. Haley sells most of their stuff either through their website or through Etsy. Their website might have a link to, to Etsy. We'll see. Uh, that is a giant knob, of course, which yeah. you figure out, which uh, it's, this it's, is not for sale. No. You cannot buy this. You can't buy this. And it's, it's, it's wrapped in, in disco mirrors. I'm not sure how long the disco mirrors are going to last. Like they're, uh, they're all bunched up. But it's, it's all just amazing, cool, creative stuff, Haley. Oh, so, my God. Thanks so much. Like there, there was some dude on her comment section on something a while back who was just like, "Oh, well, you know, like three D printing isn't actually creative." Oh my god! I tried to get, it, I tried to get in a fight with that guy, and he Pedal. just wasn't hearing it. <laughs> Barefoot buttons in the in the shape of pedals that you put on your pedals, pedals to put on your pedals. Yeah, yeah. How can you say this stuff isn't creative? Like it's is amazing. It's to say that 3D printing can't be creative is denying that art ever evolves. Like that that's the core of it. Right. Like you still have and to I, do the work. Like just because you didn't ha- sit there with a hammer and chisel. Like imagine telling a imagine if you told a mo- if you told Andy Warhol you didn't crush uh uh abalone shells to make that color. Right, right. Like you didn't crush red bucks to get that red paint so it doesn't count as art. You bought that you bought that paint at the paint store, Andy. It's not art. Give me a break. I don't know where Andy Warhol buys his paint. Well, he, I feel like he's a, I feel like he's a bad example. He's, well, pick a paint. Oh, it's the classic like you're 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 naming Picasso when you meant to name Rembrandt sort of thing. Like, yeah, it's a classic. I named Andy Warhol when I meant to say Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. Sorry. Uh, I, think, I feel like Jackson Pollock would have been a, a better pull on that <laughs> Jackson one. Jackson Pollock. Yeah, Pollock. I know. I I pronounced his name wrong. <laughs> All right. Are you gonna wear the hat? Are we gonna wear the hats the whole episode? No, no. Why not? Because uh, they don't fit over headphones. So well? these are these are the black knobs. There's also a hollow knob now. So it's the reverse yeah. of this. It's the hollow. The hat is the hollow color, and then the the writing is black. That one just I think came out this week. Doesn't she have white ones too? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just oh. black and holographic. Maybe there's white. Uh, I'm trying to get a holographic one before Nam. All right, to wear at Nam. Been a long time since I wore a bucket hat, and I've never won <laughs> wear one one. I've never worn one over a pair of headphones before. All right, uh, what next, Steve? What's next is our Stringjoy sponsorship, right? Oh yeah, I've got a pack right here. Look at this. Yep, this episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Uh, for strings more creative than you are. Uh, you know, head <laughs> on better looking. They're uh, they're a big sponsor of the show. Yeah. Uh, they've been with us for a while now. They make great strings. I still have mine on my Les Paul. I say this every week. It still sounds great. It's, it's not still alive. kicking. I play my Les Paul uh, several times a week, and when I do, I go, "Do I need to change the strings? It's been setting out a while." And no, I don't because yeah. the strings are from Stringjoy. They're these coated orbiters, but they're not like rubbery coating. They're it's an enamel, enamel coating. It feels like your teeth. Yeah, just like you're playing. You touch with your, teeth your teeth all day long with your tongue. Don't you want to have your strings feel yeah. just like your teeth? It doesn't actually feel just like teeth. The enamel that's on these is different than the enamel on your teeth, I'm sure. But it's a fun thing to say. Huge thanks to Stringjoy for continuing to sponsor us week in and week out. 
throughout the years. We really appreciate it. And uh, I've used their strings exclusively now. And when I don't use them, I feel sad. Like I put strings on a guitar a while back and I did not like it because I used a different set because like, I don't want to waste a set of string joys on this. And then I was upset that I didn't because it felt bad. Oh, you should have. I know. It's not a waste. It's worth it. Yeah. String joy. Use the link below so they know we sent you. Use code HUM for, for 10%, off. 10 off. Ryan. Yes, Steve. The other day. Oh, here we go. I don't know how many days ago it was now. More than three? More than three days oh, ago. Like ago. By the time this episode drops, it's probably been two weeks. I got up early-ish. How early are we talking? Before 8 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I went on my computer and I logged in at exactly eight o'clock to the premier guitar store. We're doing that. We're doing that. This is the package episode. The well, it's like the week before Christmas. The title of this episode, the title is of this episode is Ryan and Steve look at each other's packages. <laughs> That's funny, right? Where's the other box? Oh, there it is. Hold on, I gotta I gotta cross out my address so I can be like Ryan. Um, so I I got onto the Premier Guitar Store. I bought myself a mystery stocking, and then I bought one for Ryan. And we do this video every year. I never buy these for myself. I always buy them for Steve you. Steve buys them, and I can show the address on this box if you can even make oh, it. Oh, that's out. right, because I use the PO box. Yeah. Um. Those of you who are, let me see yours. Yours is also the, yours is the same as mine. Um, it's going to be the same these stuff. These are the small boxes. Y'all probably have seen pictures of it, but here we go. I do this every year. This is forty four ninety five, I think, um, which is, they say is, somebody told me that it's, they claim, I don't, I did not read it. Does, that, did everyone get the same stuff? Hold on. Because this is all I've seen hold, in other people's photos. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Slow right. down. Um, so the the claim somebody told me that it's forty dollars and stuff, and then it's five dollars to cover shipping, which sounds about right. I believe that is accurate. And it's a mystery. It's a mystery it's a where mis these things come from. It's gonna be a big mystery what stuff you're gonna get unless you see Ryan. What we other got different got. things. Oh my gosh, you got a different strap than me. I got a different thing. I got the different thing that all of the other people got. I actually like. I'm kind of excited about this strap, even though I have oh, too many straps. You got the the Paisley D'Addario strap. I like the red Paisley strap. That's I fun. got the denim D'Addario. Why did my voice now? Crack? You can denim like go quad denim. You can have a like you oh can throw that gosh. on your te Canadian tuxedo. You know, we both got the Fender neon monogram strap, which some people this is like a I've seen this as a very love hate. This is divisive, divisive item. If it's so divisive, if so many, if if half the people out there love this, and how come Fender is giving it away through your guitar? Then we got a pack of strings, NYXLs. No, yeah, these are good not strings. A bad, not a bad set. They of are strings. not sponsoring us, but no. they are good strings. I do enjoy. Uh, some, I got a V knob. Did you get the V knob or a I got knob? the option knob? It is a V knob. We got the same exact the same one. Option knob. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a question out there. How I've many seen, years are we going to do this, Steve? We always I've, there's a question I've seen floated around. Whether or not option knob sent sends V knobs every year, or if they sent all or, of them one year, like if several years ago they sent like ten thousand of these, like this is this is a product that was fresh to Nam when our first year at Nam. Yeah, it's a little knob that you put so you can adjust settings with your foot, which is you know it's a solid idea. Oh, this is actually uh, the V knob is for the volume knob on your guitar, so it's supposed to make it like um, easier. Pull off the volume knob on guitar, tighten up the nut around pot shaft, push the V knob onto shaft until snug. Use the arm and finger notch to easily execute. Oh, so it's got that notch on it. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of to eat more easily. Do this. I will say that. Did you get this sticker, Axel Labs? I sure did, Steve. I will say that last year, I think they sent to you. No, they sent to me that Ernie Ball uh, VP yeah, tuner you got the pedal. Ernie Ball VP last and year. And I have actually been using that. That is on my gigging board right now. That's a winner. That's a true winner last yeah, year. Yeah, and uh, and our friend at Premier Guitar was upset 
with us because you did your unboxing video. Yeah. And we unboxed the one with the 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 uh, with the Ernie Ball pedal in the podcast, and he didn't right. watch the podcast. She's like, I know that they got good stuff. Where's the good stuff? So this year, <laughs> you might see this as a standalone, or you you'll some of you will see this in the podcast, and some of you will see this as a we're standalone gonna, video. We're going to double publish. We're, we're going to put it on the social medias. It's an excerpt. Why did I is use it, Steve? It, it, we do you do this every year, and you buy I one for me every year. year. Yep. We got the VP Junior pedal, the VP mm-hmm. Junior tuner pedal. Yes. We we got more straps than we can handle. Are we going to do it again next year? Probably. We're going to do it again next Ryan. year. Ryan. Yes, Steve. This is a... This, okay, so this is the thing that it comes down to. I do want to talk about this a little bit. All right. As to extend this topic slightly. This um, is good stuff. This is We're going to put this up as a standalone be, because, video. Because... It comes back to this every year. Every year people see my video when I do it, or this year they'll see this video, and the the comments will just be like, you guys are dumb. Why do you do this? One, I do this because... You're a gambler. Because I'm. it's like a gear thrill. All of this stuff, whatever Ryan doesn't want for his personal use, ends up in the Patreon swag Mm. that goes to uh, our upper level folks so apparently we'll, we'll throw the strings in there too the strings will be in there do i want to tr- do i want to live the option knob life this year i don't know no i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it in there too so the second question is is this stuff keep that i like that is this stuff worth it so this strap sorry this denim strap is 21 dollars on amazon they make sure that you get yeah, like your dollars this, worth every time. But is it hold on? This, is, 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 is it stuff that you would pick? This fender strap is seventeen dollars at Sweetwater. So this is already these two straps is like about thirty eight dollars. What's a pack of NYXLs? They're not cheap. They're not cheap. That's that's like a ten or twelve dollars. So set. one pack of NYXLs. This is the ten forty six. This is thirteen dollars. So this is fifty dollars of stuff. I only paid forty five dollars for it. I'm making money, guys. It's just stuff that you wouldn't pick. This is like f- probably five bucks, so 50, 55 bucks. I'm making money here. Where's that giant sticker? Here's one of them. Yeah, that's probably like a dollar, two dollar sticker. How much, how much would you making? Money. How much would you pay for an Axe Lab sticker? Oh, be how, honest. How much? I would. So this is you know, and this. I'm is, not asking you. I'm asking the audience. Oh, audience members, how much would you pay for a sticker? Like this, that says Axe Labs. Now, here's the flip of all of this. What is, is Axe Labs? I don't know. This is just promo. Apparently, this is what we need to send next year is just a bunch just of stickers. 60 cycle hum stickers. We tried to get something cool that was 60 cycle hum branded. Okay, something annoying. Yes. That was 60 cycle hum branded into the Premier Guitar Mystery Stocking, and uh, it, 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 they wouldn't do it. Um, in it, the- was, it was going to cost them too much to ship it around. Which, to that point, I actually think that's a really uh, cool thing about the mystery stocking that I learned this year. Is one, that all of these boxes are, like, relatively pre-weighed. Like, it, it's a, this is a small box. It was pretty much full. Um, and one of the things I learned is that over the years, uh, there are items that they no longer take. One of the things that wasn't in the box this year, I don't know if it was in the box last year. I just don't remember. There's no discount codes mm. because I think that's done. I think that they were receiving feedback that people don't use the discount codes. So it's like a sticker. Like I'll stick I'll, a discount code has no dollar value in yeah. something like this. I don't know. Like to me, the sticker probably doesn't have a lot of value, but I will put this on. I will probably take one of the two stickers in this pack and put it on the sticker wall in my room. So because people cover their guitar cases and stickers they cover their amps and stickers so this actually still has utility that a discount code doesn't and they weigh they have to pre-weigh all of this stuff to know that it's going to be able to ship under the postal regulations and whatever at a certain price which is like 495 or whatever so they do a lot of work in this which is why the thing that we wanted to put in was an item that people had complained about in the not our particular thing they but wouldn't cl- have complained about ours. Our, our class of item was a was a class that people had complained about 
So when I reached out to Premier Guitar and said, hey, this is what we want to do. How do we do it? They just said, we don't take those anymore. Yeah, we, we recorded an entire album of Tony Emanuel covers, and they wouldn't take it. <laughs> to- Tommy Emanuel? Thomas Emanuel. Thomas Emanuel. <laughs> I don't remember his real name. Remember when they were giving out all those CDs all yeah. the time? Yeah. It's like, who is this they guy? Don't, they don't take CDs anymore. They won't take CDs that's, anymore. That's all I'm getting Yeah, at. you're not going to get CDs in your premier mystery stock. But maybe next year we send them like 100 stickers. I don't know. I actually like the idea of stickers. I, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't think about that. Because, well, I think by the time we realized we needed to pivot, it was just too late. But what kind of... Because we can make any stickers we want. What kind of dumb stickers do we want to make? Like, we could... I want to do stuff that's disruptive. I want to do stuff that people are going to take pictures I think, and put it on social media and be like, what the hell is this? Why I did they send me this? We have, we basically have, let's say seven months to figure it out about seven months. Let's try to, I mean, you're a graphic designer. That's true. I'm decent at stupid ideas. That's so let's try too. to come up with a good, stupid idea for a sticker that people will want where when people get their, when people get the baseline box like this, they're going to be like, this is all dumb, but check, look how cool this it's sticker is. It's just going to be pictures of our faces. On stickers. On stickers. Hi. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Premier Guitar. I I still love the, the mystery. I will always love the mystery stocking. Steve is a lover of the mystery stocking. All uh, right. Thanks for watching this clip. Now we're going to do the rest of the Oh, yeah. The let's podcast. do the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> That was so abrupt. <laughs> I'll put a link to the show in the video. All right, if you want to watch the whole episode. Then All right. Whatever. Do you, um, you know where you, you're on the internet. You know what to do. Yeah. This last ad. Here we go. Which one was it? Oh, the Vintage Silent Guitar. was sent by Mark DeBrun. This mm-hmm. is called Vintage Silent Guitar. He says, here's an ad for an Italian silent electric guitar from 1954. Excuse me. I was skeptical at first, but it does appear to be from 1954. The ad contains barely information, but it's a model called the Vibro Pick by the brand Vom. Let's see. Oh, yeah. All it says is guitar, Vibro Pick, Breve, Brevetato 1954. So I don't get to practice my excellent Dutch in this one. Uh, and for that, Mark, I unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I also found a photograph of guitarist Ernesto. Granello playing this type of guitar in 1962. Uh, it looks quite similar to more recent silent and travel guitars. The article about it makes it a lot of fuss about how ahead of its time Italian electric guitar design was in the 1950s and how long it took a German company called Dynacord to introduce a similar model, the 1965 Cora. They even go so far as to claim that Leo Fender was an unknown in Italy until decades later. Current bids are low, first 400 and then 420. So this is this piece of history... A bye-bye-bye or a bye-bye-bye. See you on YouTube. Is it a bye-bye-bye or a bye-bye-bye? Bryce Denamer. Uh, what did they want for it again? Uh, it's uh, it's an auction. So he says okay. it was at 420. Ah, okay. Which I cannot confirm because I do not see the number on here. But that's $420.69. 420 euros. Right. I think this is so interesting because, like, it's a proto Yamaha silent guitar. Yeah. Like it's pretty much exactly the same thing that Yamaha did like construction and, and concept yeah. wise with their silent instruments. And I've long, I secretly kind of admired that concept mm-hmm. where it's just like this center chunk where all the hardware is, the pickups, the electronics and whatnot. And then just this outer rim and then the rest of it is hollow. Like, why? Yeah. Th- there's no reason why that can't be a functional guitar. And to see it as a vintage instrument and produced in a vintage style is really cool. I really like this sort of concept, and I want to see more of it. This is missing a fret, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> you don't need that fret. What is that, the, 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 tw- the 13th fret? I think so. That's the 13th fret. You don't need that fret. It gets up. No, it's the 16th fret. Is it? Yeah. Oh, the dots are all weird, aren't they? Yeah, it doesn't double dot until the 15th. Yeah, that's quirky. I like, I want to know what materials are being used here because it, that tube around the outside, it doesn't look like metal. It it looks like plastic of some sort. Which is, if it is plastic, means it's really remarkable that it has survived this long. 
I love the uh, the single volume knob connected to the clear uh, pickup yeah. that's just floating there. Yeah, that pickup looks wild. Just a big, like a literal like soap bar. The, the cable is hardwired, so that black thing that goes down—that's the guitar cable, right? So it gives you you in the picture. The guy is basically standing right next to his amp. I want to know what material is the centerpiece that the bridge is sitting on, and it's wild that they they left it with an open spot in the middle. Yeah. Like this thing must be a trip to play. It must feel so weird. Too cool. Like it's, I really I just, like this. I like it. It's like a really cool piece of like guitar design history here. Oh, there's the there's the other end of the cable. Oh, How, it's like what'd you even plug that into? Yeah, it's Steve, it's MIDI. <laughs> it is MIDI. <laughs> it's, it's not yeah, it's MIDI cable. It's this is at least as MIDI capable as the arrow band guitar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you see that we got hit up by them again? Yeah. Oh man. I didn't I didn't even reply. The, that one didn't even look like real. That's how, I think how weird that, that things have gotten. No, it was like it was definitely real. It just it was didn't real, but like, like it was real. It lo- it looked like they passed marketing down to a no, like it, a third party exactly. And exactly. they were it was like this weird like the, we, the same sort of email we get for like oh you want to cover like this fashion brand or like video games like mm-hmm. we will pay you a hundred and fifty dollars to do this thing blah blah yeah. blah and we will need to sign off on the video before you publish and include these like it was like not the type of email that we work with at right. all right and so it was very strange to be hearing from Aeroband again again a second time right right i already the first time they wrote i i gave them a go away price because like every other youtuber that has encountered Aeroband, i looked at the product and it's like this is a joke right yeah like yeah i know there's midi guitars out there that are cool this isn't one of them like it's not it doesn't even appear to be a midi guitar it just appears to be a toy so yeah, but this this thing, uh, I would not expect this guitar to be a modern player in any sort of way. But as a conversation piece, as a piece of history, as a piece of like historical guitar design, if this stayed in the hundreds, I think that's a cool thing to pick up. If it stayed, if it was like only a hundred dollars. No, like because you said it was in the four hundreds. It was four twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if it, if it, if it got, was like one seventy five. Like, I would get this just to put it in, like, a guitar museum, you know? Right. Like, this is a wild design from the ancient history of guitar. Every time I oh look at gosh. the monitor and see our hats. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> can't, I can't not laugh. Oh, I want to see. Ryan, this is a can holder. Oh, it's a koozie. It's like a, it's like a koozie. That's cool. All right. That is cool. All I was right. Like, I was looking at it. And I'm like, this doesn't fit this glass, but this glass is big. I bet you could put a pint. Or glass it could in be there. like a cool like uh, candle holder. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I want to. Sorry to interrupt I the know, show. I know Yamaha's is already doing this. Yeah. I want to see other people tackle this. We're like, because the the outside rim could be made out of anything. Well, they probably shouldn't tackle it because I don't think these silent guitars all are right, particularly all right, all right, durable all right. in that sense. But. I want to see this concept done more. Maybe Yamaha mm-hmm. owns a patent now or something like that, so other people can't do it. But I, this, like, everything's in the center, and then you can make a body shape that's anything you want with a, a piece of metal, a piece of plastic, uh, carbon yeah. fiber, wood. You know, like, there's all sorts of materials that you could use to make the outside shape. Like, forget, I mean, forget lucite guitars and acrylic guitars. Like, this is the see through guitar that we all right. need. I was going to say, for what it's worth, there are brands. That have done like the snappable wing thing, where That's, it's yeah. not it's not like see through like this, but where you can like, oh, like today, like you just have a centerpiece and like, well, I, I want know. this to look like a Strat or I want it to look like a Les Paul. So you like, you're swapping. That's those not what I'm asking for. I'm not around. asking for like know, the modular wings with like the center thing where you can swap out pickups and stuff like that. I'm not asking for that. Modular wings is uh, my Paul McCartney inspired tubular bells cover band. <laughs> called modular wings all right what do you think steve who's gonna win this week i don't know man this is a tough one um shred the gnar was a lot of fun yeah left a lot of mystery the slusser the slusser was was amazing just an absolutely beautiful guitar made in a slow san luis obispo 
I did not know the silent guitars predated Yamaha. Right. That's that's a cool tidbit there. It's a cool piece um, of history. So I feel like I'm leaning towards this vintage silent guitar. I kind of like the I like the first one, the shred the gnar the shred one. Shred the gnar. Are we sorry? Ro- we could have we could have picked Robert. Yeah, we could have. And he could have tripled and passed to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. But here it is, Steve. I found you it. Found the spin doctor's pick. The traditional spin doctor's pick. Spin doctor's right. on one side, Chris on the other. I need to track down Chris and talk to him to find out where he gets these picks because they it feels so premium to me. It's so glossy. I could ask him. Ask Chris. I'm gonna. I'll You're are you gonna ask Chris or are you gonna ask the guy who sent us the pick? I'm gonna ask Chris. Ask Chris. Ask, I don't know if he'll respond. But He's got to Chris. A- where do you get your picks made? We're begging you. Chris from the Spin Doctors, we need to know where you're getting your picks made because these these are luxurious. I just I want to feel it on my flesh. You go ahead and and flip I'm that. Flipping Steve. it. Okay. Which are you, Chris, or are you Spin Doctors? I'll I'll be Chris this week. I'll we'll be Chris this week. And we're, I'm going for the shred the gnar guitar. All right. I feel I feel this for you, Ryan. I'm sending the, all the vibes to you. No it, way. <laughs> Steve, how do you win every week? I don't know. All right. Congratulations, uh, Mark DeBrun. Bruce DeNammer, uh, <laughs> for this win. Vintage silent guitar. I don't know, man. I don't know how this keeps happening. Ryan, thank you for this charger. I'm above 90%, so I will nice. stop charging. I got one, I got one of these magnetic uh phone chargers. And it, look, 65%. It tells yeah, you. So it went down right about there. 20% to bring yeah. up my phone about 20%. So now I can throw actually it about 30%. Uh, this song was sent by Andy Kemp. He says, hi, guys. Longtime listener. First time caller. I've been playing guitar for the past 30 plus years and have written, recorded hundreds of instrumental tunes. Some good, some not so good. This tune, Mr. Wiggles, is a current favorite of mine. So I thought I'd pass it over to you guys. All guitars and bass parts were recorded using a line six stomp. Hope you guys like it. Andy, here we go. Here we go, Andy. We're going to play your song.
smooth. Yeah, I like that. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I think that kind of started in the middle to suffer from the thing that a lot of instrumentals suffer from, which is kind of like an over over repetition mm. of maybe certain sections. But um, when he started doing the the Floyd Rose little trill yeah, thing there. Yeah, it, picked, it perked my ears up. Yeah, when it when it moved on to like the next section, it was like I don't I couldn't I can't pinpoint exactly where it was, but there was like a repeated section. I was like probably had a couple repeats too many and then when it moved on to the next section i was like i'm back Welcome we're back, back baby yeah that was very fun thanks andy yep. for sending that in bye everybody stay grounded